I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. New England Sports Original, 103.7 WEEI. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Now it's time for Cordishi and Coit. Call the show at 401-737-1287. Southern New England Sports Original, 1037-WEI. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Cordishi and Coit on Southern New England Sports Original, 1037-WEEI. Scott Cordishi and, weirdly enough, Nick Coit dancing in front of me. <laughs> What are you doing this morning? This is a little hip hop, you know. First of all, he shows up like sixty seconds before the show open. We're on time. <laughs> I'm you like, geez, Coy, next people? time, why don't you just come in and when the show opens on? But look at how nice I look. I'm ready to go for you the are. game today. He's all dressed up for his sideline reporting That's for the why. Governor's Cup on ESPN Plus. Looking forward You're to it. You're going to be interviewing the governor, Dan McKee. Uh, that we, is the plan. I'm supposed yes. to interview the governor today, yes. Also, the Smithfield Little League team will be here. Yeah, which is great. And you'll be interviewing, hopefully, uh, maybe their coach or someone representing their team. They're going to be honored or, or recognized, I think, at, in between quarters. So it should be fun. Joey P. Yeah. up in our Worcester studios. How you doing this morning, Joe? I'm good. Wish I could be blessed by uh, Nick's dapper self in person, but... Glad you guys are both together and we're ready to dissect another Saturday morning of sports. I do kind of like the fact that, you know, Coit now, because we're right here and we go right from here to Brown Stadium to, to do the game at noontime. You know, the fact that he is, you know, contracted to do these games on ESPN Plus. Now he showers before the show. I mean, true. This, oh, this is a bonus. Yes. Correct. Yes. Definite bonus for me. Correct. You know? I shower before the show now. <laughs> yes. That is a change in habit and routine. Scott wants to point that out. You can point yes. that out, Scott. Yes. That is true. It is a good thing. It's a good thing we can't detect smell through radio. It's Joe, true. are you looking forward to getting back to the Razor tomorrow for a little uh, Patriot action or what? Well, I'm uh, definitely nervous. <laughs> um, the season's definitely reeling, and things could get ugly if it goes bad uh, tomorrow. Oh, I totally agree. Here, Here's what I'm going to say, and, and not to toot my own horn, but I'm going to do it. I mean, you know, I'm, you like to do that, I'm don't you? I'm 4-0 picking the Patriots this year because okay. I think it's a very simple formula. They 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 beat the bad teams and they lose to the good ones. Yeah. I mean, that's who they are. Yep. That is who they are. They are a mediocre to sub-mediocre team in my I expect them to win tomorrow. I will pick them. I, I picked Philadelphia in week one, Miami in week two. I picked the Patriots because they were not facing Aaron Rodgers in week three, and they barely escaped with that win. And I picked Dallas last week. This week I'll pick them to beat the Saints. The Saints are not a good football team. If you look at who they've played this season, they're struggling like the Patriots on offense. They have a decent defense like the Patriots. They're mirror images of each other. But usually the Patriots take care of business against those lesser teams. It's so weird, though. Because the Saints, we talk about how the how the Patriots lack, you know, some of that elite talent. The Saints have some of it. 
Like, I, I would – Michael Thomas, I think, is probably on the back nine of that, but he's still a darn good receiver. Yep. Chris Olave was a hit in their pick in the first round. I like Olave. He's really yeah. good, really good possession guy. And, and you know, I, I know they haven't had Alvin Kamara healthy. Um, you know, they have him. Maybe that changes things for them. Uh, to, I, I just – I scratch my head with them because I'm like, they should be better than what they are, but they are – Toward the bottom of the league in points per game, they've been struggling just as much as the Patriots. They have four offensive touchdowns this year. Four of them. Yeah, Nick, I've never been a Derek Carr fan. I I know he's been on some bad teams, but uh, I've just never been a huge fan of his. You know, is he a winner? Uh, you know, they're they're averaging three and a half yards per carry, struggling with a running game like the Patriots are. Yep. I agree with you. You know, Chris Olave looks like he is a definite keeper. Michael Thomas might be on the back nine. Uh, I feel like Alvin Kamara, who's now, you know, back, I mean, he's probably getting close to the back nine himself. I don't know. I can't put my finger on either. But, look, these are not your Sean Payton, Drew Brees, New Orleans Saints that you remember. (laughs) Okay? They're just not. And, uh, again, I expect the Patriots will come home and take care of business. And I think all will be well for another week. I expect the Patriots to win next week and probably get to 3-3. and But I have no delusion to this team being a uh, playoff team. They're just not. They're going to lose to the good teams on their schedule. They'll probably beat most of the bad teams on their schedule. There's going to be an outlier here and an outlier there. They'll probably lose to a lousy team. They, they may surprise a good team. But for the most part, this is who they are. And this is why the conversation, particularly this week, gets ramped up after what was a really – rough and embarrassing performance against the Cowboys. No other well, the worst in the Belichick ten, uh, history. Really, really embarrassing. Um, that's why the conversation this week has been about the future and really not about this game, Scott. I think everywhere you go, people are talking about, you know, is Mac the guy at quarterback after his career worst performance? It is uh, how much longer are we going to look at this Patriots team coached by Bill Belichick and say, this is acceptable? Right, like eight, nine, nine, and eight. Yep. Cusp of the playoffs. Do we really want to do this every year? You know, and and will the Kraft family do this every I year? I think that's a great question because you know, with Bill Parcells, they took away his ability to shop for the groceries, as Parcells put it. Right. I feel like they're they're at that point with Bill Belichick. I really do. And yep. I, you know, they know if they do that. If they take away his ability to have final say on personnel decisions, that could have the same effect that it did on Parcells where he says, okay, see you later. Well, well I, Scott, I believe, yeah. Belichick needs to stop shopping at Aldi and Jabba. I, I agree. I agree. And, again, and this is Joe. We've gone over this over the past few weeks on the show. I still don't know how much blame to put on Bob Kraft for that, right? I mean, yeah. we all know Bob Kraft is notoriously a guy that likes to pinch pennies. And the question is, you know, how much is Bill Belichick shopping at all these in price, right, as opposed to Stop and Shop and Shaw's or Whole Foods? Uh, I, I don't know how much of that is Bill's decision or how much of that is he's doing the owner's dirty work. I don't know the answer to that question. Right. Only the people up there in that building know. But I think this week it's – I think it's sort of ventured toward Belichick because of just how bad that Dallas game was. I mean, that that, that yep. was really bad. Yep. Really bad. And, Scott, you know that I've been I, – I think, I think I've been – consider myself fair when it comes to Mac Jones, his performance, what the team has put around him, the situation, all yep. of that. Yep. He was really bad. 
last week. He was really bad. Nick, I think I've been fair to him, too. The thing I didn't like last year was his petulance, and I still don't like it. I think he still still comes across personality-wise as that spoiled brat, you know, rich kid that when he doesn't get his way, he pouts instead of handling adversity more maturely. That bothers me. I just and yeah. I agree. Last week, I, and I didn't see that last week. I didn't but, either. I but, thought he was pretty accountable. Yeah, yeah, but but, but the I, problem is, on I just the field. don't know if he is the leader. Yeah, that right. You need at that position, well, was, and he has not proven yet that he can carry you to a win. Number one and two, that he can take you from behind to win a game. He hasn't proven those two things. Yeah, the behind thing is more what I focus on because I don't think I was ever expecting Mac Jones to be the guy that carries you. Because I, I, even when they drafted him, we said this guy does not have the skill set or the athleticism that some of these young, up-and-coming, hotshot quarterbacks have in the league. He's not Josh Allen. He's not Patrick Mahomes. He's not Lamar Jackson. He's not all these guys that have these athletic gifts and abilities. Tom Brady didn't have athletic gifts either. But that's the thing. I think people looked at it and said, can this guy be, as he sort of said during camp, the point guard, yep. you know, and if you surround him with the right talent, like I think we were probably envisioning Mac Jones more in a situation like Brock Purdy has in San Francisco. Right. Because Brock Purdy is not Josh Allen. Right. But look at what he has to work with. Look at the guys that he has around him. And that's sort of I, I think, think that's a fair comparison, right? Yeah. And because I, look at what if if you put Mac Jones, say the Niners traded all those picks. And instead of taking Trey Lance, they took Mac Jones. How do you think Mac Jones would be fair? Right I think now? it would be working in San Francisco. Yeah, I think I so, do. too. Yeah. I think so, too. And I think part of that is what you talked about, A, that Brock Purdy's surrounded by great elite offensive talent. When you talk about Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey and George Kittle and guys like that, okay, Brandon Ayuk. I think the other part of that, too, is coaching. Yeah. I, I love Bill, and I think Bill's a great coach, but you know what? Maybe Bill's style of coaching is getting a little stale. Maybe the rest of the league and coaches have caught up to him and aren't as intimidated by him anymore. You look at the Shanahan coaching tree and, you know, look at what Mike McDaniel's doing in Miami. Look what Kyle Shanahan's doing out there with Brock Purdy, the last pick in the draft. I think part of that is coaching and scheming. And uh, and, and in all due respect to Billy O'Brien, I think the offensive scheme has been much better here. But uh, is it? to the degree where they have it in San Francisco or Miami where they can plug in guys like that. Hard to tell because, again, they have that elite talent, both teams, you know, when you're talking about Tyree Kill in Miami and Jalen Waddell. But I think there's just so many questions now regarding this franchise, and that includes Bill Belichick, right? And I I didn't think we'd ever get to this point. I had that much respect for Belichick, but here we are. Um, I can can safely say that I was – completely wrong when I said Belichick deserved more credit for the Patriots' run of success than Brady. It was Brady that deserves more. Of the and, and you can still split it up however you want. And I still maintain they both needed each other. I still maintain that Brady doesn't win six Super Bowl titles with any other coach because if it were that simple, like why does Aaron Rodgers, such a great talent, only have one? Why did Peyton Manning only win two? And the second one, by the way, he didn't contribute to. His defense in Denver was unbelievable, but he had a bad year that year. Right. Um, you know, why didn't he win more in Indianapolis with Tony Dungy? Uh, I, I I think Belichick and Brady definitely needed each other, and they were successful because of each other. But there's no question in my mind that Tom Brady had a lot more to do with the Patriot way, if you will, than Bill Belichick. It's about the players. It's about the players on the field. And this guy, 
We've talked about it. I mean, you know, Brady is Brady. He set the standard. He set the tone. Anything that Belichick would say, Brady would back him up, and it's and it set the tone for the rest of the locker room. And, you know, I think that's that's clear and obvious now. With Bill currently, Scott, I, I think, you know, you were talking about all the coaches around the league and all the guys you were just mentioning. This league is it's offensive now. And Bill has always been a... We talk, we've talked about how good the defense always is in New England. It is always good. You always have a good defense here. The problem is this league is now not defensive. It is an offensive scoring league. That's what it is. Yep. And, I, and I'd even throw in the rule changes over the years have aided that and helped that. The quarterbacks are more protected than they've ever been. You know, pass interference, this, all these things that have been changed and have morphed over the years have, been, have favored the offense. And then all the skill players that have come into the league, all the talent and the arms race there's been for some of these top teams in the league, you just, I mean, you could rattle off the rosters and their offenses and all the great players that are on these teams that are at the top of the NFL right now. Yeah. And that's why the Patriots are behind. And Bill has never been an offensive guru. He hasn't. He's had good offensive coaches here. Charlie Weiss, Josh McDaniels, Bill O'Brien, like there's been good guys that have led their offense, but... The league now is full of guys that just the creativity and what they do with these weapons. It's I think Bill has yeah. has fallen behind a bit. Yep. And, and part of the reason I thought that it may have been more Bill than Brady back in the day when when the divorce became final, if you will, was because of that 2008 season when Brady went down week one against the Chiefs and Matt Castle comes in and they go 11 and five. Now, they yeah. weren't a playoff team. They lost in a tiebreaker that year, but they went 11 games with a guy that, again, was a seventh-round draft pick that never started a game in college. And I'm like, if he can do that, I'm like, this guy can flat-out coach. But now looking back at it, part of the reason they were able to do that is because guess what, Bill? You surrounded your quarterback with elite talent. You had Randy Moss. You had Wes Welker. Yeah. Um, who else in 08 was on that team? Was that was that Kronk and Hernandez at the same no, time? No, 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 not in 08, no. No, no. They, no, no, they were yet. still, I think, I'm so, trying to think of some of the other receivers. But my point had, is yeah, you right. had elite talent, right? Yep. So to me in this league, it's either or and preferably both. You either need an elite all-timer at the quarterback position, which those are very hard to find, right? Yep. There aren't too many Tom Brady's, Patrick Mahomes, guys like that, okay? So you either need a guy like that or – you need to have elite talent on offense, which you had. That's why Matt Castle was able to lead that team to 11 wins. He had elite talent around him, and he had a good defense too, by the way. So it, right now you have neither, and that's why you are where you are, Bill. And it, it's it's unfortunate that the Patriots are in this position. I never thought they would be under Bill Belichick because I had that much respect for him and thought he was that good, and now I'm finding out that maybe he isn't that good. I, I still have a ton of respect for him. I still think he's a Hall of Fame coach. Um, but, boy, the shine is off of the Belichick star in my eyes and in the eyes of many, I think, right now because of what's gone on with this franchise. You're four years removed from Tom Brady, and it still hasn't gotten any better. In fact, you could argue it's gotten worse. And that's why I think people are getting, you know, I, 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 I hate to say impatient because it's been four years. Like I thought at this point, and I think in 2021, Scott, it was trending in the direction of, oh, here come the Patriots. They're coming back. Contention, yeah. rookie quarterback. Yep. All right, where do they go from here? How do they build this thing up? And then last year, you you put a, a def- defensive coordinator and a special teams coordinator in charge of the offense, and everything goes downhill. And you don't really add much. You don't change a ton. Like it, it 
I don't know. It, it got stale last year, and I, I really think that offensive setup really set them back because they needed to go out and be proactive about that. They needed to continue to build off of 2021 because yep. if they had done that, surrounded Mac maybe with more talent, that sort of thing, then – and, and I, the, the funny thing is I think Bill knows that with a young quarterback because I think back, Scott, to – you know, you were just mentioning 2008. Even as, as um, you know, close in proximity, 2016 – I would even look at Belichick and say, wow, okay, you know, they might be able to win without Brady when, when Brady goes. 2016, Scott, Brady gets suspended for the whole Deflategate thing. Yep. Garoppolo has to start the first, well, three or two or three games. They play Garoppolo and Brissett the first four games of the season. They go three and one. Yeah. And the reason they yeah. lost that game is because Brissett had one hand and Garoppolo had a bad shoulder. Like, right. They, they did pretty well for themselves. Yep. Yep. And even then, I thought, Scott, when when the Patriots in 2017 traded for Brandon Cooks, I didn't think that that was more a Brady help out the offense with Brady move. I actually thought it was a foresight move by Belichick to say, well, whenever we transition to our young quarterback here that's waiting behind Brady, this would be a nice weapon for him to have, you know, to build an offense around. Yeah. And so that's the funny thing yeah. is I feel like he has thought in the past about surrounding his quarterback with talent. He just hasn't done enough with this quarterback. Right. And, you know, you've gotten out and gotten guys. Like, you've gotten Hunter Henry is a reliable guy. Kendrick Bourne's a reliable guy. But you need, I mean, you need top-of-the-league elite talent that can separate, that can, you know, move the ball down the field quickly. Like, it's they just don't have one of those guys and they don't even have that third down back like I for know. instance that 2018 you had kevin falk yeah, right? right who's that guy on this roster they don't have they haven't exist. had one since james james white got doesn't hurt ex- and again this what what bothers me too is so when you have a roster like this that that lacks elite talent on the offensive side of the football um you know if you have a quarterback that just sees the game so well and can make good, quick decisions, that can mask a lot of it, which is exactly what Tom Brady was. I still go back to how they, the Patriots organization, from Kraft to Belichick on down, how they mishandled the whole Brady departure. Um, you know, one of the things, one of the many things we heard, and again, I, I, I don't want to relive the whole thing, but one of the things we heard was that Brady wanted more input on the offense, right? Yeah. On the offense game plan, on the week-to-week stuff. And they said no, supposedly. I, I don't know how or why that would have happened because to me, I mean, as it turns out, he was your, your, your best offensive weapon or offensive coordinator. And all due respect to Josh McDaniels, he's falling flat on his face for a second time as a head coach in the National Football League, now doing it for the Raiders, did it with the Broncos. Um, you know, Brady was a guy that could step up to the line of scrimmage. He could see what a defense was doing, and he could put his guys in the right position. And then post-snap, when he read what the defense is doing, he would get rid of the football quickly and get it to the right guy all the time. I don't think Mac Jones has that capability. He doesn't. He hasn't demonstrated it yet. I'm sorry. His decision-making last week against really Dallas bad. was horrendous. And to get rid of a guy like that, I, I, I don't know. It just – they've really botched things over the last, you know, four, five, six, seven years. When you add up the bad drafts, uh, how they handled Garoppolo's departure. They could have gotten more for him. How they handled Brady's departure. What they've done since Brady. I mean, it, it's it's really been disappointing. And I didn't think that it would happen under the 
duo of Bob Kraft and Bill Belichick, yet here we are. I had faith that they would have a plan to transition to the next era. Yep. That, was my, that was my faith that I had in Belichick and the faith that I had in Kraft. And they did the worst thing you can do is that they didn't make a hard, firm decision you know, either way. They, if you're going to get out from Brady, get out early. You had, you had the guy that was ready to go in Garoppolo, so trade Brady. Get out from it, or right. if you're going to stick with Brady, ride him off into the sunset. Keep him, give him the contract every year, give him the contract, whatever he wanted at the end. There, you go, you ride until he is done. As soon as go. they traded Garoppolo, Nick, they should have given Tom Brady that thank you contract, contract yep. that like say the Lakers gave to Kobe. But How they, they middled that. It. Yeah. Are, are we ever going to get a tell-all book? Uh, are we ever going to get the truth on how that all went down? In other words, was it Kraft saying, you know what, no, I don't want to commit to him long-term, big money? Was it all Belichick saying, I want to move on? Was Kraft the guy that made them trade Garoppolo? I mean, I want to know why all that stuff happened because guess what? All of that stuff that we're talking about is the reason that they are where they are right yeah. now or, yeah. or contributing reasons to where they are right now. I think we're all fascinated to try to find yeah. out. So hopefully at some point, that'd be nice. All right. If you want to join us, we'll open up the phone lines right now. 401-777-1037 is the phone number if you want to call in. You can also reach us on the text line. That number is 37937. The state of the Patriots, it does not appear to be very good, although I am predicting a victory tomorrow over the New Orleans Saints. Uh, how do you feel about this franchise, its direction, and where we go from here? We'll take a quick break, and we'll come back with your phone calls. You're listening to Cordishian Coit on WEEI. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 